It's time the probiotic community's researchers, institutions and businesses fought back against the bureaucrats and pseudoscientific boffins that are burying its ambitions and damaging both public health and business bottom lines. So says an angry Professor Grigor Reed, a veteran researcher from the University of Western Ontario and the Lawson Health Research Institute in Canada. Before Professor Reed hopped a plane to chair Nutri-Ingredients Probiota two-day conference in Amsterdam on February 4th and 5th, he told us why it's time to take the battle to the streets. Uh, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's saying scientists are being shoved out the road and uh, members of parliament and people in power are ignoring us because we don't represent enough votes and that's all they care about. Um, and we're just sitting back letting that happen. You know, I don't want to give away my whole talk, um, but uh, I'm going to give examples where the the data on probiotics is absolutely unquestionable, and yet people won't believe it. And everyone says, I want more data. Well, you know, I'd like more data on aspirin. I'd like more data on uh, warfarin. Uh, who's coming out with it? And, and if that data is negative, it's, often it's hidden or it's, uh, it's played down. You can always ask for more data. You can always do better trials. But if EFSA ignore a British medical journal, uh, Danactive Actimil trial on prevention of antibiotic diarrhea, then they can just as easily uh, ignore another three trials on it or four trials. Mm-hmm. And there comes a point where how much evidence do you need in certain situations? I mean, so it's it's all it's politics, and uh, in Europe they've completely handled it the wrong way. They've got people who are not experts in the field that are making decisions, and and everyone's sitting back accepting it. And R and D has stopped, and and people have lost their jobs, and and um, the situation is dire. But who's who's making a protest? And, you know, it doesn't take much to look at the, the movie Harvey Milk. What did Harvey Milk do? He had massive demonstration. He said, this is enough. Do you think the HIV AIDS uh, lobby group didn't make a difference? Well, you must be kidding. Uh, in terms of the number of people infected with the virus in, in developing countries, the, it substantially more R&D dollars went to that. And I have nothing against that. I say, well done to them. They cared enough to stand up and say enough's enough. But maybe that's not the best analogy in that I guess you could say that the whole HIV-AIDS situation is much more life and death than, than um, health, well, health claims I'm around so sure. probiotic products. Um, you, you, you tell me that, that, that a child dying from diarrhea disease that could be prevented by probiotic is not about life and death? Oh, my goodness. But those I'll kind talk of, about that too. Those kind of probiotics um, in that situation can be administered because they're, 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 they operate within the medical system under prescription. Um, they're not available in Africa, <clears throat> and they're not available in India. Otherwise, why are these kids dying? No, they're not. So when you say so that... I, I think your point... About, um, the point is not whether AIDS is more important than uh, inflammatory bowel disease, irritable bowel disease, diarrhea, etc. The point is... A scientific issue was addressed in a completely active way, and we, as a community in probiotics, prebiotics, are passive. That's my point. And we have tried; people have tried dialogue, common sense hasn't worked. It's gone the opposite. It's intransigence from the regulatory agencies. And 
my whole talk's not going to be about regulatory agencies because that's giving them more um, um, publicity than they warrant. But th- there are things, there are challenges and opportunities that we have to start to get a grips to. And it, I, I'm not coming here as a passive speaker. I'm coming here to challenge people. And if they don't like it, then they'll probably tell me. I think it's about time people stood up. We should be demonstrating outside their house. Do you think? Do you think we should we yeah. should be telling them that the decisions they're making are costing jobs, are costing lives, are unacceptable, and will cost them votes because that's all they care about getting into power. Well, are you talking about in terms of representation on panels? Are you talking about? The I'm talking politicians? about well, the, the politicians <laughs> who set up EFSA. That's one place, and then the panel members themselves. Why not? They're making a decision. You know, I get I get personal because they get personal to me. In the case of GR1RC14, they said they said some things, and I've published this paper. They said some things that were absolutely not only ridiculous but a reflection uh, against the science that I'd been involved with. That's personal. And these people are making decisions. They're getting paid very very well to make decisions that are make no sense to the companies, make no sense to the scientists. And and we're just sitting back saying, oh, that's fine. When you say that these decisions are personal do, and are, are from the panel members, do you think that they're politically motivated? Yeah. Oh, there's no question they're politically motivated. I mean, why would you, why would you create a panel to um, discuss probiotics with no people on the panel who are international experts in probiotics. For answers to these and other questions, join Professor Reed and Nutri Ingredients in Amsterdam on February 4th and 5th at Probiota 2014. Shane Starling donning his probiotic flap jacket for Nutri Ingredients.